0: hey how are you how you doing it's another episode of the After school spectacular i don't know why i do that voice but i love doing it so i'm gonna keep going but uh this week we got a special guest this was uh one of my old roommates who uh was a teacher that was also a homeschool student and she was one of the people that uh I thought, was, I thought it was so interesting that that's actually part of the way reason I uh, came up with this podcast. So you're in for a treat. It's a great episode, and I can't wait for you to hear it. Without further ado, here we go. Deal with all that. Um, but yeah, I mean, thanks a lot for doing this. Uh, yeah, no problem. And I'll do like a whole like intro and stuff in the, the post when I edit it, um, give you a cool introduction. <laughs> But yeah, it was just like, uh, I don't know if you remember this, but when we were like roommates, you had told me how you like became a teacher yeah. um, and you used to be in homeschool. And I just thought that was so interesting and like cool. Um, and I'd always wanted to do a podcast. And I had, uh, like when I first moved to Long Island, my buddy Frank was a uh, he got me into podcasting and stuff and I always wanted to do one and then I was thinking about doing one about teaching and then after you told me that story you kind of like were the inspiration of this man <laughs> so you're like the you know like the idealist, idealist um but yeah so thanks a lot for doing this
1: cool yeah no problem no problem
0: yeah um all right so I'm uh just start uh going with the questions and stuff
1: all right I'll do my best
0: no you good you're good <laughs> um, so like how was like homeschool different from like public school like in your experience as a like you know public school teacher and homeschool student
1: um I mean it was pretty different I would say though the thing about homeschooling is that it can be exactly as different as you want it to be um when we started out um when I was really little my mom made things very much feel like we were in school. So we had a room that was a classroom and we had I had a desk and she had a teacher desk and we had a pencil sharpener and there were you know charts on the wall and there was you know there was a snack time and a lunch time and there was a beginning of the day and there was you know it felt very much like in this hour we did math and this hour we did english and it started out very much like that. Um I think just because that's what we knew. You know, she had gone to school that's what she knew um but then as I got older and as she got more comfortable um it loosened up and so eventually you know it was something more like here are the assignments for the day do them at some point you know (laughs) and maybe I would do them early in the day maybe I would do them at 11 o'clock at night Um, And then later on, you know, as I got older and older, it became more like, here are the assignments for the week. You know, by the end of the week, you should have this, you know, a paper written about this and have done this far in your math book and, you know, have read this far in science and whatever, whatever. Um, So it kind of loosened up a lot um, as time went on. And I think that she was a lot more loose starting out with my younger brothers and sisters just because, she was more comfortable
0: with it by then. Oh, wow. So like, I had no idea that's how it was. I always assumed like, um, like homeschool was just more, I guess, loose the whole time. Or like, I remember like, there was some, uh, there was like a student who was doing home instruction and they just had like, it was all over the computer, you know? And um, I don't know, I just always heard like different, different things about it and was never really uh, I didn't know it was like like it could be structured like that it's pretty cool actually I like yeah
1: I mean I think that's what I'm trying to say though is that it it can be all those things you know like there are definitely people who homeschool with you know virtual home instruction that's been a thing for a long time way before all this virtual stuff you know Um, yeah and people could get their you know degree through doing an online school type thing um then there are people on the opposite end of the spectrum that um and we worked out of we worked out of curriculum books like we actually had a curriculum that we used but some people didn't and they just kind of did they made stuff up and they did whatever Um, or there's people that do unschooling and unschooling is like if you take it to the extreme um and you're just like i'm gonna follow the lead of what my kid wants to learn about and I'm going to suggest interesting things for them to learn about that they might be interested in, but really, really following their lead, having no structured, you know, forced upon learning and having it all just be organic learning.
0: That's wild. Like, yeah. Like, and like, when, when going back to like, when you were saying like, you know, your mom would be like, this is what you have to do for the week. Like, I feel like that would make you like extremely organized and more like self-sufficient in a way than uh having to go in and then um do school like the traditional way yeah a way, definitely has like a a huge advantage and like independence
1: yeah um you know not having your bathroom times marked out and everything and just being able to you know, like you said, organize your own schedule and stuff, and it was a lot less stressful for those reasons, you know, there was a lot less pressure, a lot less stress, we didn't do testing um, at all, because my mom um, said, basically, we were doing what's called um, a uh, Waldorf-type curriculum, which doesn't believe in testing, and we just told the school district that, and there was nothing they could do about it, (laughs) and- It's like saying it's against our religion to, to test. <laughs> and they were like, well, I guess so. So, you know, that's what we did. And so I never did any tests until I got into college. Um, but wow. uh, yeah, I don't know. It was interesting. But one thing, you know, a downside of, of having less pressure was that I have, I mean, maybe for that reason or maybe just because of who I am as a person, but I am really bad at deadlines. Like been... I'm, I'm very organized, but I will, I will, uh, like get way, way, way too involved in a project that doesn't need to be as complicated as it is. And just like make it so much harder than it needs to be. Maybe just because I liked, I got the freedom to explore so much.
0: Yeah. I think like, I remember like, I'm trying to make sure I say this the right way. Like, I think I like, can sociology class they were saying like like the traditional school model was like designed for like like factory workers pretty much that's why there's like there's a time you can pee there's a certain number of peas you could take a day there's a time you know you had to exercise a time to eat there's a bell exactly bell schedule and everything was like very regimented to like you're doing a b c you know
1: and everything you're taught is very much follow the instructions, follow the procedure, learn the procedure, memorize the steps.
0: Yeah. And I think like, like a person like me, especially as a kid, man, especially as a kid, I would have been, I would not have been able to like, if there was like, Hey, do X, Y, and Z by the end of the week, you need to write a paper and, you know, be this far in your math book. I'd be like, yeah, yeah. And then like one of those things would get done, you know? And the other one probably wouldn't because I kind of think I would I kind of benefit from a structure where there's kind of well actually like in college yeah like I think the first year I kind of had to adjust and then I got the hang of it but as a little kid man I think I would have been I remember you were saying you guys had it set up with like uh you know the teacher desk and your own desk and stuff but
1: as like a little kid I would
0: have been I would have been messing up, man. But yeah. <laughs> I
1: mean, that's the thing, though, is that sometimes you'd be surprised. Like, I think a lot of the kids that really struggle in public school that I've met that really struggle with like sticking with th- like thinking through a problem and like keeping themselves organized and, you know, having responsibilities and stuff. I think that part of it is that they've never been trusted to have to organize themselves you know they've never been trust they've never been given the trust of like you know take a bathroom break that's responsible they've never been given the trust of it so then if you do give it to them they're like "Woo, bathroom time you know instead of like if you've never built that up then it feels really impossible and I think a lot of younger kids you'd be surprised how much more capable they'd be if it if it just had always been that way you know yeah If it wasn't changed from structure to no structure, there had just been always less structure. I think it's more possible for more people, but all in the same lines of what you're saying, I think it's different for every kid. And that's why I don't think one type of homeschool model fits every kid. And I don't think homeschooling fits every kid.
0: Same thing with traditional school. It does not fit every kid. And that's why like like the, the school I teach at now is like a transfer school. So the kids are like 18 to 21.
1: Yeah, it's all None the of them
0: graduated high school.
1: Yeah, they're
0: all put in here, and after 21, we try to help them get like a GED, you know, or something. But like, so we we just try to help them to, you know, make up whatever they need to graduate. Yeah, and a lot of these kids who were just like constantly, you know, uh, not being able to to function in the school model because of like the COVID, you know, now and they're learning from home some of them, like, that's, like, the silver lining, there's, like, a few kids that are, like, seriously crushing Crushing. it now, yeah, Yeah. yeah. and they, they just do better, and, like, some of, like, my kids, my students have, yeah, well, it's also, like, some of them have kids, like, I told them I was having a kid last year, I was told, you know, me and my wife having a baby, and they were just, like, oh, this your first kid? Like, yeah, I got too well at home. And I'm like, you're 16? Like, what the heck? But like, they have but their I've own been, kids.
1: And I've had those students, and I can't yeah. imagine now thinking back, I'm like, whoa, what if this had been an option for those mm. kids? You know what I mean? Like, what if every high school just had you know, an option for those kids that are drowning because of personal reasons, can't get to school because of work, because of school, you know? Yeah, like, some of night have jobs. Or whatever. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I got a student that was telling me like he's the he works at he works for Amazon or something and I was like what like and not like as a delivery guy there's another kid I have who has, does DoorDash but he does um is one of my I'll teach night school some of my night school students but he was saying like yeah I gotta work at Amazon and it's Christmas time we're really busy and he sure. works in the facility during the day I guess because it's 24 hours you can work there so then he comes home and does night school so I was like oh wow that's pretty cool um did you guys still do like it's probably a stupid question a lot of these are gonna be dumb questions all right but um fine. did you I've guys have like, a lot
1: of dumb questions over the years <laughs>
0: <laughs> did you guys do like field trips and stuff
1: oh uh, yeah yeah okay. we did yeah. a lot of field trips um so once we um we were part of a group a homeschooling group in pennsylvania when we lived there um but it was like a christian religious homeschooling group and we weren't really Christian but that was the group that was around um but I don't remember a lot of that because I was really little then um but once we moved to New York we eventually found um the Ulster County um home educators group and it was just a really awesome crew of people and it started out when we joined there was maybe 15 families um you know so maybe 50 or so kids oh wow um you know, but we did all kinds of things together. And it was really great. Um, I mean, we went uh, to w- visit a post office. We saw glass blowing. We saw, uh, we went to, in New Paltz, there's a Huguenot village. We went into like all the houses and got to see it. Um, we went, I remember going on a hike where we got to like sift in a river for gold, like looking for like little tiny spec like things of gold or whatever. Uh, we went skiing, we went to water parks, like we did stuff as a group. Um, All
0: these field trips are sounding better than the ones I went to in Ohio.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And then we also had a lot of like, yeah, we did field trips, but we had so many extracurriculars, like as as a group and also just us individually as in our family, like in the homeschooling group, we did um, every Friday, we would go to the YMCA. Mm -hmm. and you know from I forget the hours but you know from like 11 to 12 the kids would anybody who wanted to play basketball would come and then from 12 to 1 was swim time and then everybody would go into the pool and you know you can you can guess I did not play basketball (laughs) (laughs) but um, uh
0: yeah I mean we had um so these are like the two cool field trips I remember when I was a kid so the first one was the arboretum which the way they explained it to me, because I was like, what is an arboretum? They're like, it's like a zoo for trees. So it's just, <laughs> We just would go look at different trees. And it yeah. was actually pretty cool, though. I was like, like a park? They're like, it's better than a park. But it was pretty much a park. Well, but like an cool.
1: organized park.
0: Yeah, <laughs> all the trees were labeled. That's the only difference. So we go to the arboretum, which was cool, because you're at least outside the whole day, and you had to yeah. bring a lunch, you know. And if you didn't bring one, they would give you one. But it wasn't like like the way we give kids lunches in uh, New York, it was more like a a lunchable. It was a cool little lunchable. And I was like, oh, you might not have got like a cookie in your lunchable, but it was all right. You know, it was school (laughs) lunchable, so it was cool. It was like an off-brand one. (laughs) Then in gym for like a week, because we did like different sports. No, it wasn't gym. It was actually, I took like gym, then I took late weight training, then I took this other class called team sports, and for team sports, we would play different sports. And we got to bowling. And every day we'd get on a bus and go to the bowling alley. And it was like you got to end the rest of the day there. So it was awesome. So I like it was just bowling, you know, it was awesome. I love That's awesome. It. Yeah, those were like the coolest. There was also the King's Island, which is like six flags in Ohio, but I hate roller coasters. I'm just not a roller coaster guy. Oh, and I like roller
1: coasters.
0: Yeah, everyone likes roller coasters, you know, <laughs> <laughs> except me. Because I didn't ride them as, a, like, a little kid. I didn't start riding until high school. So I just was terrified because I thought it was going to be fun. And it was just, it was intense. Roller yes, coasters are is. intense, yeah.
1: Yeah, and you got to just be on it and just really trust.
0: Yeah, yeah. A lot of trust. But it's not as, like... Like, it wasn't even as cool as Six Flags because, like, every theme park has something they're known for. And Kings Island, we were known for having the, the fastest, the tallest, and the only looping wooden roller coaster, which is completely unsafe. So it was like you're seeing bolts flying off this thing and you're getting like whiplash. It was so loud. And it was called The Beast. And then they had The Son of the Beast and then they had to take that one out because it was too crazy. Oh, but um, yeah, we could we could talk about roller coasters. I don't like. <laughs> but uh, yeah,
1: we had lots. We did so many different extracurricular stuff. I mean, we had like so dances. We, um, well, we had uh, kind of. Um, we there would sometimes be um. So one of the close people near where we lived that was part of the homeschooling group, um, had a farm. And so they would, you know, have events at the farm and there'd be sometimes there'd be a dance at the farm, but it was like not a dance. It was like, <laughs> you know, it was like there was music playing and maybe some people would dance around like idiots for a minute, but like, it was mostly like us running around the farm playing manhunt or something. Like, oh, <laughs> um, you that's know, actually hiding, better than my hiding in dance. hay bales and building <laughs> forts out of hay bales and stuff. Um, yeah, so, and then our parents, when we were like, when we had hit like, Mid high school age, our parents tried to have us have a dance, and like have it be a real dance, and they did it, and we were like, "This is the worst." And oh yeah, that's how like, dances
0: were. Gotta, yeah, that it was spot like, on. Then
1: we're all supposed to dress up fancy and whatever, but it was like there were not very many of us and so it was like this is stupid like we're not bringing dates nobody's asking anybody to out to the dance like (laughs) you know it's the same 15 of us 20 of us that hang out literally all the time like we're not you know yeah
0: we we had um so my my nephew my brother's kids in florida they go to like a i don't know if they're going to this now because it's just because of covid or just in general but like they go to like a it's like a Christian school, and there's only like 17, 25 kids, maybe, it's just very small, so I thought your school was that small, but 50 is a little more, like, did you guys still have, like, like, uh, like cliques, like, like the popular kids, and like the goth kids in old school?
1: Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, Yeah, there was, yeah, there was, so we, when we joined, (laughs) when we joined, it was kind of like The very beginning almost like it was kind of like we we got in there at the very end of like first wave (laughs) and so like it was like all the og families and we were there on like the tail end of it where a lot of these families had already like been friends and known each other for many 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 years like their kids had been friends since they were babies and now they're 10 years old you know what i mean so like a lot of the families went way way back and we were the newbies.
0: Oh, and, new kids of homeschool. That's we crazy. We were the new
1: kids of homeschool. And yeah, I definitely, there was like a clique of girls. Issa and Maddie were at the farm. You had Claire. You had Noel. And, oh, wow. uh, you know, and they were, you know, they were the homeschool, like, equivalent of the mean girls, you know, and it was like, uh, oh, and Miranda, although she was nicer than the rest of them. But, you know, when you had, when you were, if you hung out with one of them alone, they were super nice and you could have a great time. You'd have a great, you know, play date or whatever, hanging out. And then, you know, as soon as there was more than one of them, it was like, you didn't exist. You were literally- so there invisible.
0: was bullying in homeschool? Like,
1: Hell yeah, there was bullying. Was yep. so there
0: like fights ever?
1: Um, I don't remember any fights. No, I don't remember any fights. Um, <laughs> but there was definitely, there was definitely bullying. And, um, I mean, they lost me in the woods one time on purpose. oh wow yeah but uh you know it uh it only took you know like 15 years to get over my insecurities around other women so you know it's fine (laughs) but uh yeah yeah there was definitely different cliques there was definitely the cool kids there was definitely you know as we got older there was the stoners there was definitely the the artsy kids Like we had um, a big thing in in our homeschooling group was um, theater. Uh, There was one girl that organized theater and um, started when I was eight and she was 17 and she did it for a few years and then um, moved back to Australia, actually. Oh, wow. You know, so, you know, but, and so we, a few different people took over and we just, theater was like a real big thing in our group. Um, And then we also did a lot of, uh, soccer. Just very casual. It was
0: sports in homeschool. Yeah, we awesome.
1: did soccer. It was very casual. It was like, you know, everybody would just show up and we just divide people up as evenly as possible into two teams. However, many people came. And it often is. there was like vague side boundaries, you know, like if it yeah. went really, really far, then it was out. But if it went only a little far, you just keep it playing. <laughs> I
0: mean, that's, that's kind of how it is when uh, my nephews are on Long Island, when they're playing, it's like they have it's just a couple cones like it's not like
1: yeah like in Ohio yeah, yeah. they
0: have so much land they like just build these like complexes with the fences and the lights for every even like you know Little League has like like these awesome like we had uh, Rice Field like all these like like you know stands and concession yeah, yeah. stands and everything for every level um but yeah yeah that sounds legit that's yeah. crazy and that, and that's people, uh, there was, like there's a bunch of like checking schools. all the boxes for like uh-huh. regular school so far I thought there would be more like uh, differences, but it's pretty much the same as regular school. Like, I mean, in, us,
1: in some ways. I mean, though, like so. For I mean, bit, like the
0: experience, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, guys, like, I remember, like
1: either. like Tuesdays, we did very little, like bookwork type work, because we'd go um, to horseback riding and Whoa. then we'd go to the farm. Back to the farm, we go horseback riding, and then we'd go to. I'd go to flute music class. And then, you know, then I had dance after that
0: and oh, wow.
1: on I had, I did voice like singing and, you know, so there was like lots of things that we did that were going on during the middle of the day that just were like, you know, just whenever yeah. we wanted to do them.
0: Yeah. We had like, so the way it worked when I was in Ohio was like, there was like six or seven elementaries and I went to one of them obviously the whole time from like kindergarten to fifth grade then in sixth grade sixth grade had its own building and it was all this, the sixth grade of all seven elementaries came together and that you met like the kids and they're like these are the kids you're going to graduate with so that was yeah. like your cohort and then we went to seventh and eighth grade together and then high school together and then okay. we all graduated well some of us didn't graduate but uh, <laughs> you know so, <laughs> so being like that and um, so, like, we didn't have, like, like, we had foreign language in, like, middle school. Oh, that's yeah, first I did time.
1: Spanish, too, yeah.
0: Oh, you guys are like, okay, yeah. So, that's the first time they tried to teach us a foreign language. But it was, like, it taught you a little bit of all the ones that were offered at the high schools. So we got, like, wow. German, uh, Spanish, and French. and then, Yeah,
1: I think I was learning Spanish in, like, first grade.
0: See? That's awesome. We didn't have that. And then we also had a class that was like, it's called like technology or something. And you got to learn, it was like, it was a flight simulator. And I didn't get to take the class because for some reason, I got to work in the library during that class. So like everyone else was like learning to fly a plane or drive a car with like these, like like, like remember like the video game, like where you had to sit down in the chair and like drive the race car when you go yeah. to the arcade? It was like that but it was like very realistic like how to drive a car yeah. how to fly a plane and it was like another thing and there were all these cool machines and instead they're like you get to put the books away so i had to go do that <laughs> <laughs> So i was just putting away books but i thought i was like crushing it i was like this is way easier and it was like you don't get a grade for library right? like it's an automatic a but then i realized like wait a minute this sucks like they're doing what <laughs> over there <laughs> so i did foreign language than that and then forget there was another class art I think it was just like a really cool art though we got to like make pots and stuff like ceramics it was a ceramic unit and then in high school we got to really like develop these skills from those classes but I missed like a third of it because I was putting away books (laughs) so I just I picked like random stuff in high school and I was happy with it though but then like some of my friends did we had CVC and it was like a career school so you got to like pick a major and like you just did that and, um, but yeah, there, I remember there was a kid though, who came from homeschool and he was like, like, I assumed for some reason, I had to assume like he would have been like delayed, you know, cause like, Oh, you've been doing school at home, like just homework. That's crazy. But he was like super advanced. And I remember he had explained it, like, like how you were saying earlier, like he just did it all on the computer. And so like he, like his math class, he went to a different math, but he went to like the one that like the Instead yeah. of algebra, he went like straight to geometry or something. Like he went yeah. ahead of us. Hang on, my then,
1: cat's question in my room. Hang on.
0: Oh uh, yeah, yeah, you good. <laughs> um yeah.
1: Uh, what was I gonna say? Um
0: no, I was kind of ranting about that, but yeah, it was like to me, um homeschool was different man it was different but um... I mean
1: I I think it can be like I said as different as as people want it to be you know I did well with that type of like like build your own school day and my sister my mom tried to do the same thing and she'd be like here are your reading assignments and your math assignment and your history assignment and then she'd come back up and my sister would be painting a mural on her wall and she'd be like huh okay okay, do that for an hour, and then try to get some schoolwork done, (laughs) you know, like, and then, you know, and then she'd, you know, do a little bit reading, do a little bit of this, and then she'd come downstairs, and she'd be like, mom, I want to write a book about monkeys, and my mom would be like, okay, let's go to the library and get some books about monkeys, so you can research monkeys, and she spent, like, a month researching monkeys, and then drew pictures, because she was a very good artist, and she drew all these different types of monkeys, and wrote all about them, and made a little book, you know, and so, like, that's the kind of thing that she did well at and she ended up in a like prestigious art college so it worked you know like it worked out yeah (laughs) you know so it's just it kind of just depends on um paying attention to the kid and and working more about like working more for what works for that kid than just where they should be you know oh yeah um, my brother didn't start to read until I think he was about 10 um, because he just didn't care he, he had no interest. he was just like whatever I don't want to read I don't need to read what do I need to read for? <laughs> you know like he just didn't have a reason he didn't have a purpose and you know my mom you know, read to him all the time like read you know my parents read us books at night all the time growing up you know so we were, read too. he just had no interest in reading himself. And then he started playing video games and you know, there'd be the like the screens where there was like instructions and mm. like stuff going on across the screens. And he'd be like, what does it say? And my mom's like, I don't have time to read this for you. And then he learned how to read because now he wanted to know, you know and then he started reading comic books and now he reads novels and he's fine, you know. Yeah. It's just yeah. like be- not hitting the marks at the time that you're supposed to hit the marks doesn't really matter. Um, I know plenty of kids that were unschooled that are in master's degrees and doing crazy stuff. So it's like, instead of forcing the kids to like have all this pressure and all this strength of like, you are making them feel like they're dumb because they don't get something at exactly the time that the most, the majority of people around them are doing it, that it makes them feel dumb, you know, and instead of that, if you just let them Get to it when they're ready for it. I think then they don't build such an animosity against things.
0: Hundred percent, and like I was actually a lot like your brother. I actually have dyslexia, and so yeah, my dad did. I, yeah, I like I just like I would go to school and try to read, and I was like, like what? What are you guys saying? Where are you getting this from? You know, and they were just like reading the words, and I was like, how? So I didn't get it. Yeah. And then um, I uh, I really learned to read from like my mom worked at a. She had three jobs. And one of them like she worked in an office and then when she'd get off work uh she'd take me to work with her at a second job and she worked at a bookstore and then on the weekend she was like a waitress
1: no wonder they and, had to uh stack in books
0: yeah yeah exactly yeah so that's a good callback so yeah when I, when I was there at the bookstore i would like i would go to the comic book section and sit there for like you know three hours just reading comic books and i would look at the pictures and i wanted to know the stories you know that's why i'm like can you read this Can you read this and she's like no and um I would just like keep going over it and then eventually I like figured out what was going on and I was able to read it and I, you know you know certain words like the side yeah, words or whatever. Clues. Yeah, and then I would just break it down. So it was a lot, you know, the same situation. And then also like Final Fantasy VII. you have to read everything. But <laughs> the cool part is you would push X to go to the next guy to see what he's saying. So you would say something, you have to read it. And then push x when you're done so i would be taking forever my brother would be like push x and i was like no i'm still reading so i would read it push x and then another guy would talk and the other guy would talk and you would just get everybody uh, and you would figure out what they were saying but uh i mean the game takes like a year to beat anyways but uh, i
1: mean i think the important thing is the like the encouragement of of learning you know like you're in a home environment that encourages you to explore and to learn, then most likely you're gonna explore and you're gonna learn. And Mm. you're gonna learn the things you need to learn. And maybe you're gonna have deficits in certain areas and strengths in other areas, but in general, you're gonna learn what you need to learn. I mean, I think when you, you know, kids grow up illiterate, either maybe they have like extreme disabilities or something like that. But I think more often they might just be in an environment where, it's just, it's not conducive to learning and, you know.
0: 100%. I think as um,
1: long as, you know, it, your, your family is promoting, you know, growing and learning things, I think that generally you're going to end up doing that naturally.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like, um, my mom always, like, I I got into, like, writing, you know, like, while I was learning to read, I was also, like, just into writing and I would want to write my own stories and stuff and she would she was you know we had a computer and she was just very interested. In, yeah go ahead write and back then like a printer was cheap and the ink was cheap paper was yeah. cheap so I would just be printing off these stories I would write and um sometimes I would change like one paragraph and like the you know 10 pages in. So then she's like, don't print the whole thing. Just like reprint dangerous. that one page, you know, <laughs> and I would do it that way. But then like my music teacher, actually, not in the reading teacher or writing teacher, whatever. The music teacher uh was the one who like found out and discovered it. And she like took it to the my English teacher to show her what was going on and was like explaining it to her and showing her like he wrote this. And it was like uh it's it like it wasn't like the best story but it had like a beginning middle and end and then yeah. later on like I got to you know I ended up getting my associates in writing and I still like do like creative writing on the side and stuff and it's something I like to do but um I I eventually wanted to become like a an English teacher or a writing teacher and then uh based on my uh bachelor's though they wanted me to do special ed so I taught special ed and uh ended up being science and then you know uh, kind of went on from there but like how did you end up because uh, I, I did the teaching fellows I mean right. you didn't do the, what did I you did end up not.
1: I actually I applied for New York City teaching fellows and I didn't get in and so that ended up actually kind of changing the trajectory of things but it started I would say way 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 back um, so a, a common trajectory for homeschool kids that went the whole way you know uh there was there was a group of homeschool kids you know that would hit high school age and then they would go to high school because they just wanted to because they wanted to do high school things um and be part of a bigger group of of you know and be in the public school and whatever um but most of the homeschool kids that went all the way homeschooled usually by our senior year we started at the community college um Mm. because often by the time our junior year got there we weren't doing shit yeah (laughs) we were sitting in our rooms and we were fucking off because we were 17 years old we didn't give a shit (laughs) anymore yeah yeah. (laughs) That's that's when the self motivation had stopped and it was like what if i sat on instant messenger all day because that's a brand new invention you know um But so we you know we started uh going to community college usually in our senior year so i started at um, ulster community college and um i started taking math classes and first math class i was in um my math textbook hadn't gotten in on time so i was like where can i go to you know be able to see the math problems for homework and do the homework and he was like oh go to the tutoring center they got a copy of the book and i was like okay so I went to the tutoring center and I got a copy of the book from them and sat and did the home the homework and everything. And uh, after my first test, um, I I got a hundred, and um, so my teacher was like, you know, maybe you should get a job working in math tutoring center. And I was like, hmm. all right, I'm already there for like a gazillion hours a day, just doing homework and talking with the math teachers. Might as well you know get paid and also you know help other kids in my class and classes below me like do math and so I started tutoring and I loved it I loved like the excitement of somebody walking in and I had no idea what they were going to need help with and as long as they wasn't above me and at that point I wasn't very high I was in like college algebra when I started but you know I could help and I was helping I was tutoring the kids in my class like literally in class with me I was tutoring them because I would finish my homework and then they'd time it so they'd know I was done with my homework and they'd come in and be like okay so how do I do it
0: <laughs> <laughs> no but college algebra was was nuts I remember I thought I was gonna be like you know like how algebra was in high school but it's not as, It's college level it's different and it was yeah, like, yeah
1: it included trig
0: yeah, that must yeah, have been yeah. the, the tricky part. So it was it was a lot harder. And I was yeah. like, wow.
1: But yeah, wow. so you know, I started tutoring there, and I really liked it. And as I got higher and higher in the math classes, I ended up being like in the highest math class that was offered there by the time I graduated. And um, I just really loved it. I loved coming. I loved the people coming in, and and you know them being confused, and then me being able to help them and see them be like oh now I get it and like understanding that you know I liked the fact that I could just explain things in different ways over and over in different ways different ways until they could understand and I liked that challenge Um, and then I also started tutoring younger kids in the homeschooling group um because a lot of parents are not the best at math and so they're like Uh we're super down with homeschooling but like we cannot teach our kid math beyond like the four operations (laughs) you know and so like so I started to have like a little math study group for homeschool, um and then I started I was tutoring um one of my friends that was going to community college her son she was like, can you come teach my son? I was like, sure. You know, so I was tutoring a variety of different people, middle school students, high school students. Um, and I started doing it as like a side job. And um, then I you know, was gonna graduate from the community college and I was like, I just don't know what I'm like gonna major in though. You know, like, I'm not sure. And eventually it was just like, I realized I never wanted to stop doing math. Like, I just didn't want to stop. I always wanted to be doing math. So I majored in math. I majored in math for my undergrad. And um, like, I went to Binghamton for the, the last two years and majored in math there. And I knew that I wanted to be a math teacher. Um, but when I had gone to Binghamton, my plan had been um, to get a master's in math and then go back and teach at my community college because I loved it. It was such a good environment. Mm. Um, But by the time I graduated from Binghamton, I had kind of changed my mind and I realized that I didn't want to teach there because I thought that that was one of the places, hang on, let me get that. But uh, I realized that I, I wanted to teach in the places where I felt like education was failing, not where it was great you know, and so they kind of pushed me into wanting to teach in public schools. And I went back and forth for a very long time about whether I wanted to do elementary or middle or high school. And uh, eventually I kind of just zeroed in on the idea that I did want to do secondary because I did not want to teach all the subjects. (laughs) I had no interest in teaching all the subjects and wiping dirty noses. So I was like, okay, middle high school at least for me. Um, I applied to the New York City Teaching Fellows but I did not get in, um, and then uh, I think I would have, if I had been willing to do special education, but I knew that I wanted to be, like, the content teacher, I knew that that's, yeah, um, so, yeah, it's, it's
0: like, that's how it was with me, like, they, they kind of, they were like, you could do this, yeah, and I, so I was, like, all right, I'll do that, but it was, like, then to, the whole thing was, like, nothing about that so it's like I like know. honestly they don't they don't teach you how to teach special ed they're like you're going to teach special ed it, i actually wanted to teach english and they're like no you're gonna teach special ed and then for six weeks they train you by having you teach a class for summer school right here's the thing though i'm supposed to be a high school teacher that's what i got approved for from them yeah but i'm teaching uh third grade so it was yeah i thought i thought third grade for six weeks and I was, uh, at least it was still science, I guess. And then uh, after those six weeks, I had like a week off. And then the school year started. I'm teaching high school and going to night school at the same time. And the whole thing was just insane.
1: It really right? is a mess. Um,
0: yeah.
1: I think it's, so That's what they got to do, I'm, I guess. Not a huge fan of how they run their program, but uh Yeah, I, well, so I didn't get in and that kind of changed my track. I kind of was left a little floundering and I was like, well, I don't really know what to do next now. And, um, I didn't know, I knew I wanted to go to grad school, but I didn't really want to stay in Binghamton. I didn't know where I wanted to go. And then, um, some friends of mine moved out to Portland, Oregon. And I was like, fuck it, let's move to Oregon. Why not? And so I moved to Oregon. And my plan was to be there for like six months and, you know, touch up on my math skills and try to get some volunteer jobs in schools and stuff like that to just kind of like establish more of a resume and a background and stuff. And then I ended up there for a year and a half and I have no regrets. It was an amazing experience. I loved it. And then I applied to grad school in Ithaca while I was out there and I came back and I did the uh, 13-month intensive program there. and. Uh, then i still like that had been my end goal for so long was getting my masters that i got it and i realized i had no follow up plan like i had no like after i got my masters i want to teach here like i had no plan um and my friend who lived in long island and taught in the bronx was like hey i don't want to commute from long island anymore come move with me to the bronx and teach in the bronx with me and i was like well, I don't have any other plan, so all right. <laughs> and uh, I saw a job fair uh, for Bronx schools opportunity, and I went down and I went to the job fair. And um... oh, it was the first uh, school I talked to. And um, you know, I was like, cool, art school. That's absolutely what I want to be involved in love theater want to do that
0: one second um I forgot to say this it's my fault in the beginning I, we, we just don't name the schools so oh. I'll, I'll bleep that up that's sure, okay sure. I, I'm actually pretty good at it I've been bleeping okay. stuff lately I believe I bleeped out a whole like 10 minutes of my son crying in the last podcast so <laughs> I'm good at it. but uh but yeah so we don't say like uh, the name of anybody like if it's negative if it's positive say whatever you want but
1: sure, sure. that's
0: that's it just because that's the only thing i'm thinking of that I could get in trouble for because as oh, long yeah. as we're not talking about like selling crack or something which we don't do you know so i think
1: <laughs> we yeah. should be fine <laughs> Yeah, 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 but yeah, so, yeah, yeah. No, no problem yeah but no, so yeah no. i thought you know i i found out it was in art school and i wanted to work there and um when i left i was like hey i am very interested and then they contacted me, and uh, because I was in Ithaca, I ended up doing the interview through Skype. And yeah. um, I never did a demo lesson, and I was just hired. And
0: I have taught at three schools. I never did one either. I've never had to do a demo lesson. I've always I did it like... second one. I
1: did a, I did for my second one. Um, oh wow! Yeah, which was intimidating, but it was good. Uh, but yeah, so yeah, so that's how that's how it started. You know. Um, also
0: we went to um eugene oregon i know it's not the same but
1: no but it's close yeah it's a cool town
0: yeah it was pretty cool we went there it was uh it was nice i liked it
1: yeah it's very green
0: and <laughs> i liked uh the voodoo donuts were pretty cool
1: oh yeah those that was cool. cool and uh you can get married in the donut shop oh really yeah it's a big it's a big thing out there
0: oh we didn't we didn't go we uh I just uber eats it because i saw it on man oh, versus wow. foods i knew it was good and i uh used the uber eats
1: nice. got nice. the
0: donuts yeah um but no 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 i like it. it's uh that's what's up that's good i um i had another one. Oh, um but yeah so I ended up uh, doing the uh, fellowship and it was complete mayhem and craziness. And um, I do, you know, I liked the people I met there and even like the, uh, the teachers I met there and stuff, but it was like, it didn't really teach you what you need to know to be a teacher. It taught you what you needed to think you needed to know for your first day.
1: Sure. No, no, no. I agree about that too. I mean, although I loved, I loved, loved, loved the program at Ithaca. Um, I think they were some of the best teachers I've ever had. They were phenomenal. Um, they were extremely inspiring, extremely thoughtful, um, extremely like forward thinking. And they really, they really got you thinking about the ideal of how you want things to be and how things should be. Um, however that would have
0: been great ours was just about observations yeah
1: Yeah. however my my only issue was that I felt like it was very not grounded in reality um (laughs) in like in like what do you do when you come into a school that has no technology has no like Hmm. you know classroom management support has you know just not you know has no supplies, you do not have paper, you do not have working dry erase markers, like what do you do, you know? And like, there wasn't, you know, how do you grade homework efficiently in a reasonable way? You know, all sorts of like, how to, you know, like create rubrics for homework and all this. I'm like, okay, but when it comes down to it, like how do you grade a homework? You know, how do you create a good test? I never learned those kind of things, I felt like, you know?
0: Yeah, like, um, so for me, what I learned from there was like, first off, a lot of it is like the charter school way. Like, it's like the whole like, if you hit me clap once, if you hit me clap twice, it's like weird, and it's like that. No, 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 we're not doing that. And then,
1: uh, especially not. Like, a lot of those things work in like maybe maybe middle school, elementary.
0: Yeah, middle school.
1: Not nice no, thing. no, not not nice clapping thing. stuff with a 10th no. grade and class and
0: they're
1: gonna laugh at your face
0: and then it was like that because i mean i get it though they have like six weeks to make you a teacher so they're like we're gonna teach you the clapping thing okay we're gonna teach you how to pass out stuff we're gonna teach you how to write a lesson plan that's it and yeah. then you go to grad school at night and it was like not nothing like it was all just like it was it was um like we watched like TED talks and then we had to write a a paper about it and then all this stuff and then the second year of grad school was like actually the best for me because but by then I didn't really need it because I'd done it for a year but they did teach me like how to write a really good IEP which was great so like that's important but I had already been writing IEPs for a year, so I knew most of the stuff they were teaching, and I was like, and that was my one thing, like, I actually, like, pulled the guy aside, I was like, you should teach this the first year, (laughs) (laughs)
1: like,
0: if you don't, I have to write these things regardless for a year, and I don't know what I'm doing, so then, you know, I'm, like, asking other people I work with, and it's very embarrassing, so... Hopefully, yeah, just, I felt that um, too.
1: I felt like you know, when I started at the school, there was an assumption of like, well, you're a certified teacher, so you know what you're doing. And I was like, I do not know what I'm doing. Mm-mm. I don't know. I don't know who told you I know what yeah. I'm doing because I have no idea what I'm doing. And I just got handed, I got handed a key and a number of a room <laughs> and the name of the class I was supposed to teach, and I was told you got 150 kids and I yeah. was
0: like okay <laughs> yeah like it's it's, insane. You got, it's like you got scary half an hour.
1: you got half an hour to go set up your classroom kids come tomorrow like
0: yeah what? yeah it's scary and it's like certain things I understand like well we don't have time to pay you to set up your classroom for the whole week no 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 dude that's cool I'll, I'll do that for free I just want to be better at my job like you're gonna make yeah. me do it during school, like, what are you crazy? And then it was just it was a lot of nonsense. But like to me, it was like a lot of the things that they were doing were like um it's not just that school. It's like every school I've worked at. There's been like maybe not every school I worked at, but like definitely the first two. It's like I didn't know what I was doing, but I don't think they knew what they were doing either. You know, right? and it, was, it yeah. was like a lot of, a lot of times it was a lot of like, like the observations the were like, how do you think you did? How do you think I did? And they're like, hmm. And I'm like, hmm.
1: A lot of times at the first school, I would often turn to people, you know, in like staff meetings and I'm like, does, don't they do this every year? Like, why yeah. does it feel like the <laughs> first time they've ever had to do this? Why does it every year it feels like they're recreating the wheel? Like,
0: oh, yeah, yeah, why is yeah. there no
1: system for this? And if you tried to make a system, cause I tried for certain things. Like I tried to have like, what if we wrote out a protocol and everybody mm. would be like, well, that would be, yeah. And then they would just like build up a whole bunch of red tape to like allowing me to do that until you just gave up. And then you're like, okay, never mind.
0: <laughs> yeah. And it's like, honestly, like when you, anytime you watch like these like movies you know about how like school's gonna be or like you know lean on me or whatever you know sister act whatever distract Two, i think it was but whatever any (laughs) of these different movies about teaching or uh you know whatever
1: wildly inspire and change their lives
0: yeah like you you think school's gonna be a certain way and also just from like being a student you also assume certain stuff like i said before like I assumed all the teachers got along, and all right. the and the principal was like their friend, like it was just. But like it, it's such a, a just like toxic uh, environment sometimes because you could have uh, you know like like teacher beef, and then the principal is more like a predator that's trying to like you know find something that you're doing wrong. Like, and no other job. Uh, that I could think of off the top of my head and if there, I'm sure there's thousands of them like doctors lawyers police whatever but it's like uh, where's like you're doing a job and someone is constantly trying to find something that you're fucking up at like not not something you're doing right but like what are you doing wrong like it's just it's like that's insane I think it would be so like in some ways to bring it full circle I feel like at least homeschool teachers didn't have that uh, or did they? I don't know. Like they didn't have that like boogeyman in the background. I don't know.
1: I I don't think it was so much of a boogeyman as it was like the little voice in the back of their head saying, "You're gonna fuck your kid up." Like Ooh. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like you don't know what you're doing. You're not a teacher. Like mm. why do you think you know how to you know teach your kid? And I think that well, that's, they knew like, that a we didn't know kid
0: to kid. teach their kids. <laughs> I
1: know. I know. And I don't think and parents homeschooling either do know that and that's why they're homeschooling or they don't know that and they're terrified, you know? Yeah. Um, But yeah, I mean, I think that it can, as far as the environment goes, I think that it can depend on the school. I've definitely seen enough of the type that you're talking about where it feels very much like the principal is this like other world being that, you know, either you don't see or you don't wanna see the admin in general. Or, you know, there's a lot of, you know, like you were saying, teacher drama and stuff. The school I'm at now, I feel like as far as environments go, it's it's really high on the spectrum of good. Um, oh,
0: yeah. Same. same. Our, like that's, at least our, my principal was like a teacher for way longer than she was a principal. Right. And she also is like popping in all the time, but it's like she'll she's like she'll tell you first off like hey i'm gonna come by today um just to see what's going on and then it's like all these like positive things and it's like actually like we'll feel like hey i know what the fuck i'm doing like, like it's, it's yeah, nice to have yeah. some like encouragement yeah. whereas um it, other and it is not just a school i was with with you and science and stuff it's like other schools i've been at where it's like
1: just oh, constant important.
0: like and like
1: many people that Pokemon I've talked fear, to, yeah. You know, I mean, there's many people I've talked to where it was so much worse than the place we were at, you know. Like, I mean, principals really, really, really out to get people, you know? Mm-hmm. And like just absolutely making everything in their life completely impossible and taking away all of their like liberties to to make choices as a teacher and stuff like that. And and that's one of the things I really like about my school now is that the principal and the, you know, vice principals um, really do literally everything collaboratively with the teachers, you know? Like when it came to remote learning, they were like, hey, let's build this together. You know, let's build mm. a thing that's going to work, that you're going to be behind and we can get behind and it's going to make sense for you because you're teaching, <laughs> you know? And they would come up with things. And what I like is that they don't just gather you know, a small selection of teachers that are their teacher pets, you know, they really include everybody, including the special education teachers, including the, you know, extracurricular teachers, including the speech teacher and the counselors, because there's all these different people that have all these different needs and views. And then as the principal, they take all of that together, and they put it together, and they create what makes sense. And I like that a lot. I I really appreciate it about, about the school that I'm at. And I don't feel like they're out to get me, you know, like I had a meeting with the Mm -hmm. mid, you know, mid-year meeting with my principal the other week. And I was nervous just because, you know, because I'm nervous. It's a meeting with the principal, you know, but like, he was just like, Hey, so I just wanted to share with you some, some data and ask you how you think your year's going and, you know, see, see how you're feeling and just get an emotional check and, uh, yeah, he's like, I think you've been killing it, looks great, you, you're doing absolutely the best thing, that, the best that you can, under these conditions, and I know you're putting all your effort in, and that's great, keep it up, <laughs> you know, and it's like, cool, thanks, <laughs> it's yeah, nice no,
0: like, that. for the night school I teach at, he, uh, the principal, like, uh, he told us, he's like, look, um, I want you guys to learn, this is like Last year, he told us, He's like, Hey, because I teach there Tuesdays and Thursdays, three to seven, you know, and it's yeah. paid. So he's like, Listen, I want you guys to go to these PDs for this stuff. And it was stuff I'd like heard about, but I was like, I don't need that stuff, man. Like, I was kind of like, I guess, arrogant. It was uh, one was Nearpod and Pear Deck, and the other one was uh, um, I forget the, I forget the other one. But he, he totally like listed three of them and he was like, I want you to go to him and I'll pay you to go. I'll pay right. you to go. Like that's how much I want you to go to. And I was like, all right, fine, he's done. I'm gonna go to his stupid
1: you want Zoom to call me?
0: Yeah. and I'll get paid. But I actually learned a shitload. Like I learned a lot. Yeah. And then I was like, whoa, you know, and then
1: Well because if using you go a- to enough useless PDs, you just get the idea that they're all useless.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of them that could just be like an email. Like why yeah. am I having to go to this? Like,
1: yeah.
0: you know, or you know or it's
1: like you've been to the same one like six times and you're like, I get it.
0: Like the social media so many different. times, it's like I get it. I feel bad as a person. <laughs> I'm I'm as social and emotional as I could be. Why do I have to keep going to this? But <laughs> you're wearing me down. But, and
1: then I feel like I'm being the asshole student in the class that's like doodling on their page and not listening. <laughs>
0: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, nah, no, nah, like, uh, so I went to the things and I liked them all. And then he was, like, he sent me an email, like, and I really, like, I looked it up because I was like, it seems very personal, you know? And it was, he sent just one to me. And it was like a nice thing to say. I was like, oh, wow, that guy's cool. Like, he was like, hey, I saw you in the PDs. I really like that you went. And I was like, nice, like, little stuff like that goes a long way and I feel it's like good. you know I, I like what principals and it doesn't cost them anything just to say hey I saw you were there yeah. thanks for going blah, blah blah
1: at the beginning of COVID um my you know maybe like a, a month or a few weeks in or something my assistant principal just called me just out of the blue she just called me in the middle of the school day and was just like hey just checking in with how you are emotionally like and, and how you are healthy, and, and your family, and is, are you okay, and how's things, how are things, you know, don't worry about, it's not related to school, but just, like, how are you, and that was just, hmm. like, it just felt so crazy to me, you know, I was, like, wow, they care about me as a person, <laughs> and that was, it feels so good.
0: Well, yeah, man, we're at the 11 o'clock mark, so I'm gonna have to sign out, but um, thanks for doing this, and um, if you could, um, see if like kevin or ross or any other guys want to do it we could do it um the same thing we'll just log in and talk for a minute you can come back on again too whatever you want um but i'm gonna none of the video will be used it'll okay. just i'll just take the just the talking part sure, sure. And it'll it'll be on a uh, apple podcast and spotify it'll take about probably by the end of the weekend i could have it up man i gotta oh, okay. got a couple other things That's i gotta do
1: cool, cool yeah it was definitely it was definitely interesting going from homeschooling to public school For no yeah
0: you were like the because it was like a lot of people would ask me the same thing where i was like like where are you from and i was like ohio and i'm like why do you teach in new york so had i had tell a years. story and then when i met you i was like oh shit she has a crazy story too and then it was like every and then every teacher i was talking to it was like something different and i was like this is a podcast so then, <laughs> so then i finally could make the podcast that me and my buddy frank were always wanting to make and yeah. then uh selena actually like hey, look at all this she bought me all this for father's day all this podcast equipment so oh, then awesome. I, was like, oh, wow, I could use that so her and uh her siblings and her mom they just got me like a, a, like a lot of stuff so i got a lot of stuff to use
1: that's really
0: nice yeah they're great
1: yeah it's
0: crazy we all were you know, living together
1: at one point. Yeah. yeah, I know, it's wild. Yeah, no, I don't know. I mean, there was definitely things about homeschooling that were like, um, you know, where I might not have gotten as much, like, as other, you know, going to public school and stuff. Um, and like, definitely I had friends that missed out that probably should have gone to public school because they were so into doing like actual sports. And Mm. we had like, let's get together and play some sports stuff, but like not like official sports league type stuff, you know, and they should like in high school baseball leagues, you know. Um, But like, for me, I just found like I ended up with so many more opportunities to follow passions. Like when I was 12, um, me and a friend, actually, I guess I was like 11, me and a few friends read these two books. Um, that were written by the same author. And we decided we wanted to take inspiration from the two stories and basically combine the two stories into one story and add Mm. our own characters and like recreate a mishmash of these two books. And um, the three of us just decided to start writing it. And we wrote it for like literally a year, different parts of the play. Each of us wrote an act of the play. And that's when my, like, handwriting skills took off, and that's when my typing skills took off, and that's when I, like, learned how to, like, organize, like, good story writing. And, you know, I learned a lot about how to fix a computer when I lost the entire play on the computer. Oh, <laughs> and wow. Then, you know, and then uh, we, we, we actually did it, and we got together 15 of our friends, and we got them to commit to coming to rehearse for like nine months, every single Wednesday. And they came and they learned their lines and we found costumes and we built set and we found a place to put it on. And we raised money to you know rent the place and we found lights and we built a stage and we you know we did the whole thing and we we did it and you know it was still 13 year olds wrote the play you know <laughs> so you can imagine but it like
0: 13 you
1: know, but I was 13 and I directed it with my friends and wrote it and acted in it and we'd made it happen and we did it and it was like you know I mean I'm sure it was a 13 year old's play but it still was like when I think back of like just imagining like when i see 13 year olds now and i'm like whoa i did all that when i was them you know and it's it it was a lot it was crazy and it took a lot of learning how to organize people and motivate people and get people to stop arguing with each other to get to the end goal you know and convince people into doing roles that i needed them to do
0: (laughs) see like at the school that will not be named they should have been utilized on you then man you knew all this that's crazy that's That's what what i wanted that's why
1: i started working there that's what i wanted to do (laughs) and then i was so drowning in just being a math teacher that i was like never mind you know and plus there was a lot of drama in with the arts there i didn't once i saw all the stuff that was going on with the arts there i was like never mind they're under like scrutiny like crazy because they're the sink or swim for this school and i was like yeah yeah,
0: like my wife has a freaking theater degree and they don't use her either so it's like yeah. wow it's yeah, like exactly. it's uh, exactly. there's a lot of unutilized
1: yeah. potential
0: but uh but, but nah man like it's 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 um it's making me question whether or not I want to put my son in a public school or just homeschool him you know it's honestly me. like that because it's like he's I mean, he's a baby now he doesn't know what's going on but like uh yeah it's like it's really um it's a lot of, It's a lot better than i thought it was and and the kids that i knew that were homeschooled obviously they came to high school and i met them through there for the most part but like yeah it's uh it's crazy i mean there's there was always um i knew i knew a teacher did the home instruction as like a procession job so like at night they're like hey i can't hang out i gotta go teach a kid that's what they did after school and like uh that you know now is you know, universal because of the COVID. But
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, man. It's it's crazy.
1: Yeah, I mean, my advice would be, you know, as he grows up, obviously, as he grows up as a parent, you're you're gonna be teaching him all the time when he's two and three and four, you know, and that's uh, just gonna be okay. a natural thing you do as a parent. And you're gonna read to him and you're gonna teach him with different colored blocks and sizes and shapes and things. Uh-oh, are you... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I don't, know. I, don't know. Like, I don't know what happened. You froze or I froze or
0: something. is in New Jersey, yeah, it's probably snow, I don't know. But,
1: but I was um, saying like, you know, as a, as a parent, you're gonna automatically be teaching him, even as an infant and as a, you know, as a toddler and as a kid, like tiny kid growing up. And I think that you'll just kind of have to get a feel and, you know, I mean, I think it's better to follow the kid's lead and it's going to depend on what's going to work for him and what's going to work for you guys, you know, like, you know, if you guys are both trying to have your careers teaching, then, you know, it might not work. And that just might, you know, if it doesn't work for you guys as a family, it doesn't work for you guys as a family. And then it's not meant for that, you know, but you know it also can come down to like if he starts out in public school and it's clearly not a good fit then it might be something to consider you know I think you gotta kind of play it by ear
0: yeah 100% I'm like uh
1: at least you have some experience teaching
0: <laughs> yeah yeah like you know he I don't know this has been recorded it I ended it before oh no I didn't okay I'm gonna stop it but uh